the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Service of the Salem Media. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. You're there. And we're all together. Amen and amen. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ this afternoon. And it is a beautiful day, a great day to be alive right here in the U.S. of A., especially here in West Central Florida. I want to just give you a report from the beaches of the Gulf of Mexico. Last night, we had an absolutely glorious, a glorious time at the beach. Pulled out of here shortly after the conclusion of last night's show. And uh, we trucked on over to uh, St. Pete Beach. And uh, I want to tell you, it was, it was nice. It was cool. Sunset, a little bit of haze, some clouds over toward the, uh, toward the west. But um, it, was, uh, it was a very safe outing for me. If uh, some of you have looked at my Facebook pictures, I, I guess we alarmed some folks. I didn't mean to alarm anybody. When I go out to anything outdoors, ever since my uh, bone marrow transplant, I have to cover all up or I have to put a ton of like RPF 100, <laughs> uh, rating of 100, um, sunscreen on. So uh, anyway, we, we got to the beach and took up pictures, and uh, <laughs> even one of my family members from out of town uh, immediately was texting, telling me, one, oh, man, am I all right? Well, yeah, he's all right. And so if he'd read, I kind of mentioned the fact that i got to be covered up. But the point I wanted to tell you is I think we had about 40 feet of separation all around us. Now, there were times, because I like to be closer to the water rather than away from the water, so uh, there were some folks that were probably 6 or 10 feet as they passed, mostly 10 to 15 feet, but uh, we were all covered up, had the umbrella up to take care of the glare. It was a glorious time. And it reminded me, I, I'll write about this. I already wrote about it. You'll you publish tomorrow on, on my something to think about. 
But just getting out of the house was just special. And I shared a little bit, like many of you, I was born and raised here. So the idea of being outside fishing uh, over on the Gulf uh, is just is just something that's uh, a part of my legacy and is part of my family legacy and my today family legacy. And when I got to the beach, I, I sat there and I had some flashbacks. And my flashback was when I was at the Moffitt Cancer Center for extended treatment, and I think one visit was 35, 40 days, something like that, um, I had an opportunity to um, um, go to the beach. Not long, I mean, it, t- it took some time after that, but after I had been, and I think I uh, was, uh, you know, believe me, I was at Moffitt more during that time than any place else. But I remember being in Moffitt, and as I was, having my, my daily and my nightly conversations with the Lord, not knowing uh, if I was uh, going to um, have an opportunity to um, maybe even leave the hospital, much less uh, to have a, a regular life uh, if the Lord was going to take me home. And so I remember... The first day that uh, we, I got all wrapped up and we went over to the beach, and uh, I remember just getting very emotional because it was so nice to be out of the hospital, and uh, and even as of today, I'm not out of the woods yet. I've you know three to five years after a bone marrow transplant is when they'll deem you as uh, cured if you're going to get there, and I believe the Lord is going to get me there. But uh, last night when I sat down, I, I just started having those flashbacks of joy, flashbacks of gratitude, as we talked about yesterday, um, and uh, just just a real sense of blessing. To go out and to just kind of look around with a nice breeze coming off the Gulf of Mexico and taking in God's creation, taking in the beautiful white sand beaches that we have here on the Gulf and that's why we're winning awards almost routinely about having the best beaches in the world. And just thanking the Lord for the simple things. And I was thinking of um, all the folks who are, in a, who are in a deep struggle right now, either with health or with uh, employment or it could be school, it could be all sorts of things that have been very severely disrupted by the COVID-19 uh, deal. And I just, uh, I wrote and I want to just share with you, it's the little things that can be a blessing. And they don't have to cost a lot of money. And I want to tell you that uh, all up and down our coast, especially right now in these days, if you can slip out, uh, you know, we we probably left yesterday about 6.15, 6.30 by the time I got some things thrown into the van. <clears throat> and, and you can have a, a real nice hour or two, whether you're working or, or you're not working. And uh, just take your book, take your Bible, take your commentary, whatever, whatever um, 
that uh, you're into right now as far as your hopefully hopefully you have a reading schedule and uh, just enjoy it so there are opportunities out there abounding and um, I hope that uh, you will avail yourself of them hey we got a busy day lined up so let me tell you a little bit about what's happening on our schedule today and when I come back I I want to talk a little bit about not being able to sleep at night Being anxious in the nighttime hours. Being fearful, afraid in the nighttime hours. And I want to take us back to a very informative story about Jacob. You might remember there was a night where Jacob had a little bit of an issue, I'd say, uh, going to sleep. And uh, as a result, he was in an all-night wrestling match. And some of you have tossed and turned on your bed, thinking that you were in an all-night wrestling match. And some of you were wrestling with God, maybe wrestling with Jesus or wrestling with the Holy Spirit within you if you were a Christian. So we'll talk about that, because in these times where Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty. There certainly is anxiety. There are certainly moments of fear, if not overwhelming long periods of fear. And uh, I want to take a look at a story, and uh, it might help us. And uh, it goes all the way back to some of these fears and anxieties and the way that we see ourselves. For you see that you don't see yourself as God sees you. And in fact, how you see yourself has a lot to do with what you were told when you were younger. How you were described when you were younger. And we'll kind of put those two together and uh, have a a chat about that in just a moment. But this is going to be happening top of the 4 o'clock hour. I don't know if you saw it, but the Kansas City mayor, Kansas City, Missouri, He has now been imposing what has been described as Nazi-style tactics against Christians who are gathering to worship. Uh, We also have uh, two or three other states we're going to give you an update on. Yesterday we talked about uh, uh, the severe penalties in Virginia because 16 people gathered on Palm Sunday. Well... My good friend Matt Staver, uh, founder of the Liberty Council, Matt's going to be with us coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We're going to talk about these cases. Very, very, very disturbing indeed. Very extreme cases. Extreme cases. And uh, so we'll be talking about that. Then at the bottom of the hour, next hour, I don't know if you were aware of this, but our agricultural commissioner in Florida part of the Florida cabinet, cabinet, uh, Democrat Nikki Freed. Did you know that she has put a more, she's had it on, but she's had a moratorium on issuing concealed gun permits over the last several weeks? Can she legally do that or not? And the question is, as we are evaluating everything, what does that have to do with safety, health and safety, 
protecting our citizens from the COVID-19 virus. Well, to talk about that, we're going to have a guest today. My guest back with us. He's with Bearing Arms Com. He's an editor. He's a talk show host with Salem, uh, with Bearing Arms radio program. Cam Edwards will be here bottom of the hour to talk about that very subject, and that's going to be interesting indeed. Then when we get to uh, the third hour, we'll have our daily time of prayer uh, with uh, Christian Community Academy's Dr. Brett Stansel. He's going to be sharing a word, and he's also going to be praying for our community. That's going to be coming up uh, on today's program. And remember that day after tomorrow, Thursday, on Thursday. Now, we'll be on the air at 3 o'clock, and, but at the time uh, that the clock strikes 4, a minutes after that, we're going to have our special National Day of Prayer broadcast, hosted by yours truly. And uh, we can't go out to breakfast on that morning for the National Day of Prayer. We can't go to one of the uh, lunches with a, a renowned keynote speaker on that Thursday. We, we, we can't go to our churches in person, most of us, on that Thursday. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we've been working with our area pastors, and uh, we're going to have a two-hour presentation where we're going to be praying and sharing, and we will have a huge crowd gathered for the National Day of Prayer. And guess what? We are not going to do any social distancing. I repeat, we are not going to do any social distancing. Uh, we'll, put as, we'll put as many people in touch with our uh, broadcast as uh, can hear it on our um, uh, answer stations in terms of our terrestrial antennas. Uh, those that can tune in on the Internet, those that can uh, tune in via our app at Faith Talk 57910, we're going to have a load of people praying for our country. And I want to invite you not only to come, but, hey, put a message out on your Facebook, maybe on your Twitter, and some text messages, maybe some emails, that we are going to gather as a community coming up on Thursday at 4 o'clock. I hope to see each and every one of you here. When we come back, wrestling through the night with God, I'll be right back. You're an author writing a Christian book, so you may know this cheery little fact. Old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. You know your book is fabulous, but hey, if it's not what a publisher needs, eh, all you need is your book in print. You want it on Amazon. You want to spread the word the way you've written it. So do it. Forget old-fashioned publishing. Publish yourself with 21st century Christian publishing at Zulon Press. Fast and affordable, Zulon Press gives you the power to put your Christian book on the market the way you want it. Zulon Press knows your mission because they have the same mission. Publish your book. See it on Amazon. Be a published author with Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. Get your book hot off the press. Zulon Press. Find your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. 
We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. We're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, I'm thinking about the times when I get woken up out of nowhere in the middle of the night. And then somehow the mind kicks in. And then during that period of time... I feel I feel like I'm in a wrestling match. You know, Satan likes to come and attack us, oftentimes at night, oftentimes when we are in bed. And those are the times, if I can be transparent to you, I believe those are the times that many of you may be experiencing today, or at least some of you. And especially those of you who have just had the most drastic, life-changing events sweep, just sweep you off your feet just a few weeks ago. It tells us how fragile life is. We go from historic lows of employment. Historic. I mean historic. You can't find anybody to come work for you. They're all working. Employers are desperate. And just like that, deep, deep, deep unemployment. A million folks, a million folks in Florida alone are having to dig deep. Dig deep in their souls. Those that are Christians digging deep in their trust of the Lord. And in some of that, uncertainty, you know, we're really tested to the bones. Now, I want to talk a little bit about a wrestling match that occurred in Scripture, but I want to set this up just a little bit. Oftentimes, it is in the the quietness of the night that we, too, wrestle. We wrestle with ourselves. We wrestle with our past. We may wrestle with something that's going on right now. Or we will wrestle about something that we are thinking about in the future. And as much as you lay in bed and, 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 and this wrestling match is raging and you tell yourself you repeat scripture, 
Lord, I just pray right now, just come and release this burden off my shoulders. You've told me to forget about my past. I'm now in you. You've told me not to fret or worry about the future, to just worry about today. And I'm going to tell you, there are times where you just you just cry out to the Lord. And it seems like he's not there. Or he seems like he's distant. And I want you to know that's universal. Someone who's a veteran Christian who doesn't really deal with uh, anxiety or fear at this point because they, they've, they've come to a, a total trusting relationship with the Lord, they'll have their moments. And if you don't believe me, go look at King David. Go look at the Psalms, the Psalms that match up to many times uh, that he was being chased by Saul or others. That's what the Psalms, a lot of the Psalms as they deal with David talk about. And remember that David was a man that followed God with his whole heart. David messed up. Messed up twice, same instance, that put a mar on his whole life. Because you see, David didn't go out to war when kings go out to war in the spring. So his, his troops are out battling. He's, for some reason, walking around the top of, the pal- of his house. And so he sees Bathsheba. Uh, so uh, this man, after God, commits adultery. Then she gets pregnant. You know, whenever you sin, there's always consequences. So now you got a child involved. And then he tells uh, Joab, the head of his army, uh, Uriah, was Bathsheba's husband, to go ahead and put Uriah in the front of the battle and withdraw from him so that he would be killed. And if you're not real familiar with uh, some of the biblical stories, that's true. We're talking about King David. We're talking about the lineage of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the daddy of Solomon. Now, I say all that to say, I want to I begin, and we'll, we'll get to Jacob in a minute, but a lot of what happens when we wrestle in the night, it has to do with our insecurities. And I want to tell you that you may not admit it, you may not acknowledge it, but a lot of what goes into your emotional state of mind goes all the way back to your childhood. All of us can remember an event or things that were said to us, boy, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years ago. You're still living. You can remember things that hurt. We have so many broken families. We have, right now in our generation, so many people who have grown up without a loving father in the home. They may have had an abusive mother in the home. The age we live in now, alcohol, drugs, all of that can be part of your experience growing up. And you know those words, well, look what you've done. Everybody knows that you are not going to amount to anything. You are this. You are that. Da, 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 da. And you know what? You carry that with you if you haven't let it go. 
and that feeds to insecurity. Insecurity feeds to loneliness. Loneliness, and it can have some real bad outcomes. Now, it might be interesting for you to know that all the people that you think have it together, a lot of them don't. If you think that fame and fortune is something that will take care of all of your inner hurts, it only only compounds it. And I want to share a couple of stories about people you might know. I'm reading a great book by Scott Sauls. It's a book forwarded by Joni Erickson Tata. What did I say, Joni? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I was thinking about the title. I'm sorry. And I know. How could I miss that? Oh, Johnny Erickson Tata. From Weakness to Strength. Eight vulnerabilities that can bring out the best in your leadership. I'm going to be talking a little bit from Chapter 5. It has to do with the big wrestling match and insecurity. And some of the insecurities of people you know, it might surprise you. I'm Bill Bunkley. You can join the conversation at 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump is in Phoenix, Arizona. He'll be touring a plant that makes N95 respirator masks. Virgin Atlantic says it plans to cut over 3,000 jobs and end its operation at London's Gatwick Airport. The company says the job losses will be across the board and it will reduce the size of its fleet. A group of U.S. senators seeking an investigation into the Department of Veteran Affairs oversight of homes for aging veterans amid a spate of coronavirus deaths at state-run homes. President Trump says the U.S. had nothing to do with a suspected incursion into Venezuela that landed two U.S. citizens behind bars. A day earlier, President Nicolas Maduro announced that two U.S. ex-Special Forces soldiers had been captured in that country. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 225 points. This is SRN News. You've heard the saying, one good thing leads to another? It's true, especially when you're talking about CentOS. Choosing CentOS for your company's rental uniform leads you to the finest service, quality, and innovation. And now it leads you to popular Carhartt branded apparel. That's right, CentOS, the leading provider of rental uniform programs. And Carhartt, the premier brand of retail workwear, have partnered to bring you a new and exclusive offering. It's the Carhartt Rental Workwear Program, only from CentOS. You'll enjoy CentOS's weekly pickup and delivery, professional cleaning and repairs. You'll look good and feel good wearing comfortable Carhartt-branded apparel. You'll wear Carhartt to work, and CentOS will do your laundry. The Carhartt Rental Workwear Program is exclusive to CentOS. It's easy to get started. Have your company go to CentOS.com for all the details. That's C-I-N-T-A-S.com. CentOS. 
the uniform people. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. We're talking about getting real on the Bill Bunkley Show right now. Getting real when we feel insecure. Getting real when some of those things from the past continue to haunt us today. You know, the Bible is clear. And again, I'm I'm sharing from a book by Scott Sauls from Weakness to Strength. And I'm going to be sharing from Genesis 32 in just a moment about the big WWE wrestling match. In the Old Testament. That's right. An all-nighter wasn't one of those 10-minute deals you see on TV. No, we're talking about we're talking about endurance here. 877-943-9673. You know, in the middle of the night, Scott writes, if I'm being honest, in the middle of the night, the words of Jesus often fail me. Or, more accurately said, my heart fails the word of Jesus. And I was sharing about that a few moments ago when, when those attack or you're tossing and turning and you and you pray out to God and pray out to Jesus and it just seems like there's there's no letting up. Now remember Matthew eleven, twenty eight and thirty. Come to me. All that means you means me. All who labor and are heavy laden, 
Have you ever labored at night all alone? Have you ever been heavily laden, burdened at night? And what does God say? Jesus says, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle as well as lonely, lowly in spirit, lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So, a counterthought to that comes from Brennan Manning. Now, he is actually a deceased Roman Catholic who is quoted in this book, that really, I want you to listen clearly because this has so much to do about grace. I want to know if you can relate to this. When I get honest, I admit I'm a bundle of paradoxes. I believe and I doubt. I hope and get discouraged. I love and I hate. I feel bad about feeling good (laughs) and I feel guilty about not feeling guilty. I am trusting and suspicious. I am honest and I still play games. Aristotle said I am a rational animal. I say I'm an angel with an incredible capacity for, and it was a barley drink that I'll not mention. But think about that. How do we, we all, we flip-flop back and forth. We can have a mountaintop experience, and then we always, you know, share with each other, hey, be careful coming off that mountaintop experience. It's life. It's life. And so if you have these restless thoughts, if sometimes you're laying in bed and and you you think you're in a tennis match, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, and you're agonizing because you're wrestling, you can't shake it off. What I'm sharing with with you about is if you're a a long-term veteran Christian, you can still have these moments. You can still have these nights. Oftentimes, we don't want to even mention it because someone might say, oh, Bill, were you fearful? I mean, mean, you're you're, you're that Christian on the radio. (laughs) Of course, sir. Of course. And let me just tell you, people like me, people on the radio, people on television, people in the pulpit, University professors, I just want to just give you a news flash. Anybody who has aspired to be in a leadership position, they would never want to talk about it. But there are tremendous insecurities with many of them. And many of them seek to do these particular things in life. And I'm not trying to mitigate the fact that God calls them. But it's because they need, they need constant affirmation. 
every moment, every day. And many of it is derived, and much of it is derived from the fact that they didn't get that encouragement when they were little. They didn't get that affirmation when they were younger. And in fact, they've got some, they've got some faults. Now, I want to share about a couple of uh, famous people, secular folks. Well, one's not secular, but you might be surprised about their testimony. Do you know what Jacob's name was? What Jacob's name meant? Liar. Now remember you got Jacob and Esau. Jacob stole the the birthright, conspired with his mom. And Jacob spent his whole life because his father preferred his brother Esau. And in a lot of Jewish culture about the firstborn, the firstborn got all the accolades and everybody after that, well, not so. And that created issues. And many of us are still dealing with those same issues today. Jacob Jacob had a hard time with guilt because he knew, though he received and he was technically his father's firstborn, because he got blessed because he defrauded his dad, he knew he wasn't. But you know when they named Esau, I mean, Jacob, you know, like I said, Jacob's name was Liar. Can I ask you a question? What kind of person, how would you feel today if you knew your parents called you by a name, or, or, or you were named Jacob, and that meant Liar, and you have, you have to carry... Now, that all of your life. And by the way, if you haven't bothered to research your name, I'll, I'll give you an example. My name is William. Bill is a nickname. Look it up. What does William mean? William means bold protector. And there are times where you can certainly see that trait that comes out in my life, but I want to tell you that it's a it's a it's a healthy thing that when I think about my legacy, what I was named, and I'm not the first. Uh, you know, I've got a great grandfather or a great great grandfather I was named after. My name is William Henry Bunkley. Good English name from the old country. I mean, going all the way back to medieval times going all the way back to the eastern coast of uh, the United Kingdom, uh, near uh, the coast. That's our legacy. But William, I'm bow protector. Jacob was a liar. Now, he was named a liar before he ended up being the liar. Doesn't God have a sense of humor? So let's talk about a couple of folks here. Because you would be surprised. You would be surprised by... You just look around. Everybody has an insecurity. Everybody has something that follows them from their past. Everybody has to deal with this. It's part of the fallen sin nature. Now, there's a couple of folks that I wanted to just share with you about. And um, one of them was someone by the name of Madonna. Madonna. 
You know, what's interesting is in the story about Madonna, she's in her 60s now, certainly secular, but you look at, uh, you know, we, we get so caught up and put people on pedestals as if they're not regular human beings. Have you ever thought about Madonna's personal life, her real personal life? Have you ever thought about what goes on inside Madonna's mind and soul? Well, sharing in the book is a story about Madonna. Scott Saul's right. Like Madonna, Jacob had been driven by insecurity, by the horrible fear of going unnoticed, of being thought insignificant, of looking back on his life having been labeled a nobody instead of a somebody in the eyes of the world. In the eyes of God and in his own eyes. Many of the people that you see on TV every night, they are driven by insecurity. Many people run for office because they didn't get the affirmation and they're still trying to prove they're somebody. Are you on that hamster cage running track, that round running track? Are are you... Are you running every day trying to prove you're somebody? In Madonna's eyes, in Madonna's case, her drive and insecurity and fear of not being treated as somebody remained with her in spite of her great success. And by the way, that success, she's in her 60s, has been for decades. And even right now, she is still one of the world's most celebrated pop stars. Now listen closely. Yet in her own words, her struggle has never ended, and it probably never will. And so Madonna deals, and she will tell you that uh, when she goes on stage, when she's on stage, how does she feel? When she's... She's got all the fans, all the adoring fans. But Scott, who lives in Nashville, and he ministers to uh, the, the, those that live in Nashville, a lot of country stars, he had a chance to talk with Madonna. He said, I asked her what it was like to be her. Specifically, Scott asked her what it was like to have such a large platform for her music so many adoring fans, and so much opportunity to influence others. Madonna paused for a moment, he writes, and then said, quote, Do you really want to know what it's like to be me? Can I answer you honestly? Okay, then, here it goes. Night after night, I fill arenas and stadiums. Night after night, I have thousands of adoring fans eating out of the palm of my hand. In just five minutes, I will step out on the historic Ryman stage and relive this experience once again. And again tomorrow in another auditorium and in another city and again and the next night and then the night after that. And from the moment I step on the stage until I walk back again, I am the loneliest person in the room. Quote, Madonna. I'm Bill Bunkley. Think about that. I'll be right back.
Hey, this is Bill Carl. I'm concerned for my family's health and for yours, too, and so is Moss Nissan. And right now, if you've purchased a vehicle from Moss Nissan, now is a great time to refresh the antimicrobial treatment included with Moss Care. It's just another benefit of Moss Care included with the purchase of every new and pre-owned vehicle in Moss Nissan. And this treatment is designed to destroy viruses, germs, and bacteria on all interior surfaces. And right now, the second application is free. So get into Moss Nissan and get that vehicle sanitized. And when you come to any Moss dealership, you can rest assured that their facilities have been scrubbed from stem to stern, keeping you and your family's health in mind. Also know that if you're active military, a veteran, first responder, if you're a pastor or church worker, you're eligible for the You Serve, You Save program, including 15% off when you have your vehicle serviced at Moss Nissan. Visit Moss Nissan today, Newport Ritchie, North Tampa, Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. I'm Barb Yoder, General Manager of Faith Talk Tampa. We know that everyone is going through extremely difficult challenges right now, and we strive to continue to keep you informed throughout every step of this unprecedented event. Part of that information are messages by the great many local and national businesses that are continuing to provide goods and services despite these challenging times. If you're a fan of Faith Talk Tampa, we ask you to support those hardworking businesses that you hear. There is no more direct way to show your support for our conservative Christian message than to buy from our advertisers, keeping them in business and strong for the future. And when you do, let them know that you appreciate their being on Faith Talk Tampa, and that's how you heard about them. We're all in this together, and on behalf of all of us at Salem Media, Tampa, and Sarasota, thank you for listening and supporting our hardworking businesses. Connect with us at letstalkfaith.com. Wondering how can God be good in the midst of the coronavirus suffering? Grab a free download of the new book, Coronavirus and Christ, from Family Life Today. Author John Piper writes, My aim is to show why God in Christ is the rock in this pandemic of the coronavirus and what it is like to stand on his mighty love. Download your free copy of Coronavirus in Christ at letstalkfaith.com. Keyword download. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. 
Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Got a couple of uh, final things I want to share with you about the whole idea of our insecurities, of our wanting to be loved, of our wanting to be appreciated. Still waiting for that parent to say, good job, my daughter. Good job, my son. Because right now in these tense times, Walking with that pain can really flare a lot of your emotions right now. So we talked a little bit about Madonna, and I'm going to share the wrestling story in just a second. Let me talk about Ellen DeGeneres. Now, all the lifestyle, all the issues aside, Ellen DeGeneres is a very popular talk show host, very successful talk show host. So you would think, well, you know what, her lifestyle is not the lifestyle of mine or maybe what the Lord has prescribed. But you know what, man, man she, as far as this world's concerned, she is successful. She must be happy. She must be blowing and going. Boy, I wish I was like her or, or President Trump or, you know, uh, just trying to think of some others here, um, you know, um, Elon Musk, all these folks. Now listen carefully to this before I tell you the wrestling story. Comedian, and by the way, this is directly from uh, Scott Saul's book, From Weakness to Strength. Comedian and talk show host Ellen DeGeneres speaks about, listen very carefully, a fictitious approval patch that she wears under her sleeve every day. An approval patch, she says, works just like a nicotine patch. Throughout the day, it releases small doses of approval. And she can't rip it off her arm until the approval craving stops. But you know, whether it's Ellen or Jacob or Bill Bunkley or you, the craving may never stop. We are made in the image of God, the very purpose of whose existence is to be glorified and adored and given honor and praise. Why then would we ever think it odd to desire praise ourselves, being made in his image? An approval patch. I just found that to be pretty revealing. Not not anything out of, you know, not, 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 making a judgment call on her, but some people never got in for affirmation. And they've been in that trap ever since. Now, let's look at Jacob. Now, a lot of that brings to the nights where we wrestled with God all night. We can't sleep. Now, let me set this up very quick. Jacob stowed Esau's birthright. They were at odds for a lot of years. 
we get to Genesis 32, in uh, the early part of 32, Jacob is now, him and his wives, his family, they're all bringing their, all of their followers, the cattle, everything, they're taking them to meet Esau, and he is petrified. This is the night before he actually meets Esau. And he'd already sent his uh, women and children away because he didn't know if this was going to go good or not. He, he could be meeting Esau in the valley, and Esau, so angry about stealing his birthright, could wipe him out. But listen to this. But Jacob stayed, this is verse 24, by the way, Genesis 24. But Jacob stayed behind by himself, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he couldn't get the best of Jacob as they wrestled, he deliberately threw Jacob's hip out of joint. The man said, let me go. It's daybreak. They have been, Jacob has been wrestling with God all night long. This is who the man is. It's, it's, it's God. Jacob said, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. By the way, some believe it was Jesus. Uh, Jacob said, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. Jacob wanted to hear that father. Jacob wanted to hear that he was really approved. Jacob, who stole the birthright, felt guilt. He needed to know, am I somebody? Am I worth something? He clinged on so tight, I'm not letting you go till you bless me. The man said, what is your name? And he answered, Jacob. Remember, Jacob meant liar. And the man said, quote, but no longer. Your name is no longer Jacob. From now on, it's Israel. And you know what Israel means? God wrestler. He goes from being a liar to God wrestler. You've wrestled with God and you've come through. That's from God. And Jacob says, and what is your name? And the man said, why do you want to know my name? And then right then and there, he blessed Jacob. He blessed Israel. And Jacob named the place Peniel God's face because he said, I saw God face to face and lived to tell the story. And the sun came up, verse 31, 32, as he left Peniel, he was limping because of his hip. That is why the Israelites to this day don't eat the hip muscle because Jacob's hip was thrown out of joint. And he lived with that thorn inside forever. When you wrestle with God, don't let go. Tell God to bless you. Coming up next, Matt Staver, Liberty Council. Religious liberty abuses out of control. I'll be right back. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Call 833-850-BABY or give online preborn.org slash radio. Weekday mornings at 6, join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness, they will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your family's existence. 
That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump has left Washington on Air Force One for the first time in more than a month. Headed to Arizona, the president now in Phoenix, where he'll be touring a plant that makes N95 respirator masks. A battle over abortion is threatening to scuttle a possible bipartisan deal on providing billions of dollars to help laid-off workers keep their health insurance. House correspondent Bernie Bennett has more. Republicans say they're open to a Democratic proposal to provide subsidies for millions of people who are losing their jobs to stay on their old employer's health insurance plans. This would fall under the Consolidated Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act, commonly known as COBRA. But Republicans say the new funding needs to include the Hyde Amendment or other restrictions on federal money going toward health plans that cover abortion, an idea Democrats oppose. Pro-life groups are also encouraging Congress to choose. Mallory Quigley, a spokeswoman for the pro-life group Susan B. Anthony List, says it's definitely a priority. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Also at SRNews.com, Britain on Tuesday became the first country in Europe to confirm more than 30,000 coronavirus deaths. More on that story from BBC correspondent Chris Morris. Not only has the UK now overtaken Italy to have the highest number of deaths in Europe, it's also behind Italy in the curve of the pandemic. That means the UK number can be expected to rise faster than Italy's over the coming days and weeks. But there are all sorts of things that you need to take into account when comparing countries. Italy's population is older, but it's also about 10% smaller than the UK. That means the number of deaths per capita in Italy is still higher than in the UK for now, according to these official figures. On Wall Street, stocks remain higher. The Dow is up 168 points and the Nasdaq 105. This is SRN News. Eric Metax is here. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family, and one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. But what's there to watch? Well, I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary that explores convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? And the results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at Home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager and Graham Lotz and me, yours truly, will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in the series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. The U.S. Senate has reconvened, led in prayer by Senate Chaplain Barry Black. Almighty God, permit our lawmakers to be aware of your providential guidance. May they depend on you to lead them according to your will. Chaplain Black continued. Lord, we can meet these challenges with your power that transcends human 
understanding. When you whisper, dangers flee into the darkness. The sound of your footsteps causes tribulations to hide. It's the Senate's first gavel session in five weeks. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing. And Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. For those of you who have been listening on our on our Faith Talk stations, welcome back to those of you with our answer stations joining us for the next hour. Honored to have you with us. Now, we are standing by because we're going to jump right into religious liberty, religious freedom, and also civil liberties. Because we are watching a very, very disturbing trend that I believe is intensifying. We began with COVID-19. We began with, uh, several weeks ago, trying to come to grips about just how deadly this virus was how this virus can be spread and a lot of very cautious decisions came forth from that and that brings us to the point where a lot of america was shut down a lot of america has been staying at home But there are things that are beginning to percolate up. And, and what we see percolating up around the, around the country is very disturbing. It's one thing to take direct common sense steps if you want to be careful about spreading COVID-19. I think all of us get that. But we are seeing a proliferation percolating up around the country of some atrocious, atrocious steps upon our Constitution. And if 
these particular outings are not turned around. Some are already asking the question, does our Constitution still have meaning? Does our Bill of Rights still have meaning? Well, when it comes to the churches and the violation that is going on right now in some very high-profile cases, situations around the country, Liberty Council has been on the front lines. Matt Staver has uh, been very clear on his concerns about the encroachment on religious liberty, religious freedom, as well as civil liberties. And Matt is the senior pastor, founder, and chairman of the Liberty Council, and he's here today. And uh, Matt, I just wish that uh, you were here under different circumstances because uh, this is getting to be more than just a serious situation, but I, I welcome you to the show today. Thank you. It's good to be with you, and certainly it is a very serious situation we're seeing around the country. Let's start with the headline area of of this day, and that is walk us through who is the mayor of Kansas City, what is he up to, and, uh, you know, the remembrances of a Nazi-style type of tactics against Christian worshipers. What's the deal there? Well, the mayor is a Democrat by the name of Quentin Lucas, and uh, here's the good news, um, and it's because people actually had a huge public outcry, and we're the ones who actually shine the light on this unconstitutional provision, and we're the ones who first reported it, and that uh, then went viral across the country. As a result of that, this order was repealed yesterday afternoon. And on May the 4th, they backed down, and they repealed the requirement to record names and contact information for others, for anybody who attends a uh, worship service. Now, they still have some other unequal provisions in there, unconstitutional provisions, in which they say that beginning May the 6th, uh, that uh, churches will be able to have 10 people. Up to now, they didn't have any couldn't have any, up to 10 people or 10% of the building uh, occupancy. But that also has a separate provision for churches that says if you have anything outside, no more than 50. That provision is not in any other secular <laughs> gathering at all. But what they required up until yesterday afternoon is that if you attend a worship service for 10 minutes or more, you had to have the name and contact information recorded, including the approximate time that you entered and the time that you left the mm. uh, building. Unbelievable that you would mm. have to track that. You'd have to keep it on record for at least a minimum of 30 days. And the Department of Health said that they would actually uh, then perhaps get that name and contact information if they wanted to at any time, their, their discretion, so that they could, quote, quickly uh, trace test and isolate individuals i i cannot tell you how blown away i am um i in fact i had to just reread this a couple of times because to put together some sort of database with this list and we're seeing already uh from the the highest levels of the fbi a total ethical lapse uh in criminality as far as i'm concerned to what we have been seeing out of uh, various members of the Congress, to now seeing these local jurisdictions that they want me to sign up when I go to church 
and when I came, when I left, maybe who I sat with, and for that to even be suggested, Matt Staver, talk a little bit about not only the boldness, but the wake-up call that that is even being considered uh, at least for a few days without being labeled outrageous or, or, or like the Nazis. What does that tell us about what's really going on in America right now and how far have we slipped? Well, you know, in China, for example, they have surveillance cameras that uh, record who actually goes to a church, and then they have cameras at the front that actually record who's actually sitting in the church. And we represent some Romanian pastors where we're filing suit in Illinois on a different issue. These pastors understand, uh, having been arrested for attending a church in communist Romania where they used to live, and preaching and being arrested for that. And now they're seeing some of that same thing happening here. And so we're representing some Romanian pastors as well in a different situation. But here, for the government to have the audacity to say that they want the names and contact information of anyone who enters, the time that they entered, the time that they leave. So if, for example, you have a mother with a two-year-old baby, and she has to leave earlier than the end of the service. That has to be recorded when you entered, when you left. Imagine this, uh, Bill. You go there, and you're a member, or it doesn't matter. Say perhaps it's even a non-member. And now as the lockdowns are starting to change and they go to a place of worship, they're seeking comfort, seeking a place of refuge, and they are greeted at the door by an usher. And the usher says, um, what is your name? Maybe that might not sound too bad to the person that might be just being friendly. They give the name, uh, Bill Bunkley, for example. And then they say, what is your contact information? We need your address, uh, email, and cell phone number so that we can follow up with you if necessary. Why do you need that? Well, because the government is requiring us to do that. Why do they want that information? Well, because they say that they want it in case they need to, quote, quickly trace test Mm-mm. and isolate you mm. well what would you do uh, excuse me i think i'm not going to be coming into your church service right now i'll go someplace else they go down the street find another church and it's the same exact thing and any violation of this particular um uh, requirement to not only get the names, the contact information, and uh, keep it on record, but also um, to allow someone in if they refuse. You can't allow somebody in if you refuse. If they say, I'm not going to give you that, then you have to tell that person, listen to this. This is a person that is seeking a place of refuge to worship. And if you won't give me your name and contact information, I'm sorry, you cannot enter church. I mean, that's absolutely unbelievable. And the government wants to be able to track you and trace you and even isolate you. And they say, well, the reason why they want to do it is if someone comes down with perhaps a COVID uh, contact, not, not saying that they've actually tested positive for COVID, but they have been exposed to somebody. We're talking about somebody who may have been exposed to somebody who may have covid And if they then attend that worship service and that person then gets uh, tested or tracked, uh, traced, and then uh, contacted by the Department of Health, then they're going to look at the records. Who all was there? And guess what you're going to do? You're going to get a phone call, an email. You're going to get somebody visiting your home, and they're going to want to do what? 
uh, test you and isolate you. Mm. I want to tell my audience, do not think that this is fantasy. Do not think that this cannot happen in the United States. It is happening in the United States. And I would tell you that we've got a lot of folks that we know when you mention the name Nazi or Adolf Hitler, you know, there, there certainly is a lot of folks out there to go off the, off the reservation with that stuff. But Matt Staver is, is telling you something very, very important. You need to heed it. Of course, Matt Staver, senior uh, pastor, founder, chairman of Liberty Council. And by the way, go to lc.org, lc.org. More cases that we can talk about in a lot of areas. we got a couple of minutes left. Very quickly, Matt, I want to go to Virginia, uh, nut job for a governor. And now we've got uh, the Department of Justice uh, got involved because a pastor on Palm Sunday, God forbid, he had 16 people in a church that houses about just under 300 and had the police walk in and take it from there. Yeah, this is a church that does not have Internet, and many of the people that they minister to do not have Internet. Some of these have come out of drug addiction and prostitution. Their only family for many of them is the church. So on Palm Sunday, they had 16 people in a 293-seat sanctuary. The police showed up, and at the end of the service, they then cited the pastor with a criminal charge that is punishable by up to one year in jail and a $2,500 fine. This is on Palm Sunday. Why? Because they had six people over the governor's magic number of ten. He said only ten people. They had six people over. He got criminally charged. And then what the police said is that if any of you return next week for Easter service, we will cite you individually, criminally, and you'll face the fine as well. So these people were so terrified, they had no Easter service, and they have no alternative. So we filed a federal lawsuit because, uh, and in fact, the day before we filed the federal lawsuit, uh, just hours, in fact, before we filed it, we went down and we had photographs of all the different shopping places, and we're talking about 268 cars in this uh, parking lot and hundreds in this one, and, hun- and we're, they're all beside each other. We're talking about nearly 1,000 cars in the various uh, parking lots of these Home Depot, Walmart, Kmart, right, those kinds right, of right. things. Uh, we all know how it is, and yet you couldn't have more than 10 people, and six per people made you a criminal. So we filed suit, and then uh, on Sunday afternoon, the United States Department of Justice filed a statement of interest in that case, with, which is a brief, uh, arguing that the court should grant our injunction, our temporary emergency restraining order against uh, Governor Ralph Northam uh, in Virginia. And it's a powerful uh, brief, and in it they say that the Constitution doesn't go on pause during a pandemic. That it's more Matt, Matt, could, Matt, Matt, could, could you hold on and just be with us a couple more minutes after sure. the break? I got Absolutely. a hard break. I want you to finish that. More with the Bill Bunkley Show along with Matt Staver uh, with the Liberty Council. Don't go away. Uh, we'll give you the final aspects of this story in just a moment. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who conceive their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Call 833-850-BABY or give online preborn.org radio. 
Sunday mornings at 7.30, don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. Congress is going to have to pass some sort of phase four relief package simply because it must. It will likely be the most significant piece of spending legislation in my adult life. What should be in it? We absolutely must rebuild our defense industrial base. A strong defense will be essential for our response to the government's negligence visited this pandemic on the world, the Chinese Communist Party. Any subsequent help to the private sector cannot be advanced without liability protection. Federal law must preempt all state tort law concerning liability for coronavirus-related claims of negligence and intentional injury. The collision with China has also put a new focus on big tech. These companies need to be pressed, aside forthrightly and finally, with the American Republic that created the free minds and free markets that gave them birth. Phase four is shaping up to be the law of a legislative lifetime. There's no time to spare. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I am so um, pleased that we get a chance to talk to Matt Staver just for another moment or two in his busy schedule. And, of course, he's the senior pastor, founder, chairman of Liberty Council. And so, Matt, let's go back to Virginia. You've got this this situation where you have uh, intervened on on behalf of Liberty Council at the same time that they're throwing a book after a, a pastor with a very special small congregation because he had six more people over 10 in a hall that's about 260, 280 in number, and you are going or, and you went around and did your documentation of all the big box stores that are open. Uh, this was uh, a case of interest that got joined by the Department of Justice. Uh, take it from there. I uh, didn't mean to interrupt you, but we had a hard break. Uh, I, I think people listening cannot believe this is happening in America. No, I know they can't believe that it's happening because they're only seeing, you know, uh, many of the people what the media is reporting, and they're not reporting on a lot of this information. And we're working in nearly 40 states right now with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pastors all over the country, and the situations are very bizarre. I mean, this particular church, because it had six more people, we're talking about major social distancing. There, you, you put 16 people in a 300-seat sanctuary, and you can really be far apart from each other. And we're talking about 16 people includes the pastor. So we're talking about you know uh, a few other people besides the pastor in that uh, building. And yet you could literally drive within moments of that particular um, church and be jam-packed in the parking lot as well as inside these stores. Well, the uh, Department of Justice, under the direction of the Attorney General William Barr, Bill Barr, uh, filed on Sunday afternoon. They worked over the weekend because they realized how important this case was, and they filed a very good brief. They said that, quote, there is no pandemic exception to the Constitution of the Bill of Rights. Indeed, individual rights secured by the Constitution do not disappear during a public 
health crisis. They also said that the restrictions that are here, the discriminatory treatment of religious worship, and uh, then allowing all these other secular exceptions should give anyone pause who values religious freedom, and that certainly is true. We are so glad that DOJ came on board to file this, but the governor issued a press conference yesterday, and they said, well, thank you, DOJ. Thank you for looking out for the people's rights, but you know, we're just going to take this up on appeal, and, and we're just going to continue to really do what they've been doing. That's what they say. So we're going to be up on appeal on this case and moving forward, but it is a uh, big development uh, that ultimately caught the national news as soon as the DOJ filed its brief and issued its press release on Sunday afternoon. Mm. One more quick final question, and the question has to do, I mean, there, there's folks on our staff, my staff, they're just boiling, and here's the question. You've got the federal government. You've got the state government. You've got county commissions. You've got uh, city governments. You've got all these different jurisdictions. And then they will get up and say, hey, we are now going to do this. And the question I have for you, Matt Staver, you know, we kind of bypassed the first question. Number one, what authority do you have to make this proclamation? Where do you get this authority? Because we've seen so many of these. And there's just an assumption that there must be a there must be a constitution of a of a state or a legal document. How many of these folks that are popping up pulling half this stuff don't have any authority whatsoever, and they're just faking it by going through the process? Most of them, and we've looked at thousands of these particular orders, and uh, they do not comply with any constitutional provision. In fact, they just pretend that it doesn't exist. Just to give you an example, Bill. The governor of New Jersey was asked on a national uh, program, how did you square the restrictions on churches with the First Amendment? And his response was, that's above my pay grade. I never thought about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and that's unfortunately uh, true all over the country. Every now and then I get out of my lazy boy. Yeah. I will tell you, I heard that, and I just got up, and uh, I think I just took a, a, a circle around the house, and I came back and sat back down. I could not believe it, man. I, know. I could not believe it. I know, I know, and and but that's the, um, that was telling the truth. <laughs> he was truthful yeah. in what he said. But unfortunately, that's the same answer that if you were to ask most people, they would probably have the same thing. Maybe not above my pay grade, but I never thought about it because that's mm. the problem. They've never thought about it, and yet the Constitution doesn't disappear in a time of crisis. And well, in fact, that's what ahead. a federal court uh, uh, that came in our favor on uh, Saturday afternoon with a 3-0 to zero decision this past Saturday said the same thing, that the Constitution is not going to sleep uh, on its watch. And so we have a great decision out of that uh, Court of Appeals with a Kentucky church with some unconstitutional restrictions as well. Mm. I, I want to tell our folks as we close, we, we have to begin to think in the following. Number one, when we hear something, and I'm not just talking about here locally anywhere, the question we need to automatically ask, by what authority do you have to do this? I mean, yeah, exactly. that needs to be our fallback first question. And before we get anything else, we need to start thinking this way, because if not, we're not going to have those freedoms and liberties. Now, let me just say this. LC.org, LC.org is the website for the Liberty Council. I want to tell you what, they are stretched all over the country, and because the left sees some opportunities here, and we didn't even get into civil liberties. We're, we're just in, in, in the religious liberty uh, playground right now. 
I want to tell you they are stretched all over the country, and they they depend on contributions. And I want to tell you, you need to go to lc.org, many other areas that they're working. Please pray about supporting their ministry not only in prayer. Get this website down as one of your regular stop and pray over each one of these cases. And I ask you to support them financially as well. Matt Staver, I appreciate you so much standing on the front lines. Everything is at stake right now. Uh, And I tell you what, the socialists take over. They want a national church, and all those leftist leaders wants to be the priest. And Christianity, they'll want to snuff that out. Thank you, Matt Staver, for being on the front lines. Thank you. My pleasure to be with you. God bless you, my friend. God bless Boy, I tell you what, what an awesome job they are doing, and uh, lc.org, lc.org. I don't know, man, I'm pretty, uh, I just get pretty fired up, and uh, I know my, uh, our program manager who's been serving in our, in our COVID emergency operations uh, at, um, uh, for our Salem Radio Network here in Central Florida, he, he's been fired up, and, and I know uh, right now uh, when we go on the break, we'll have a very spirited conversation. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go from the First Amendment to the Second Amendment because you don't want to miss our next guest coming up at the uh, bottom of the hour. Did you know that if you went and uh, you were to legally acquire a gun, Did you know that even if you had completed the course for a concealed weapon, do you realize that you can't get a concealed weapon permit right now? That's because the lone Democrat uh, on the cabinet, our agricultural commissioner, uh, Nikki Freed, she has frozen the issuing of any concealed carry permits. And so coming up in a moment, we're going to have um, an expert. Cam Edwards is going to be joining me. Uh, he is with uh, Bearing Arms Com, also editor and a talk show here on the Salem Radio Network. And he's going to weigh in about the constitutionality of this. Boy, oh boy, Second Amendment next to the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump says once the coronavirus pandemic eases, his administration will have the U.S. economy back up and running as it was prior to the onset of the crisis. The president spoke to reporters on the White House lawn prior to departing for Arizona. He's now in Phoenix touring a plant that makes N95 respirator masks. Major U.S. automakers are planning to reopen North American factories within two weeks. The United Auto Workers Union appears to be on board that decision. The U.S. trade deficit rose in March as the coronavirus outbreak battered America's trade with the world. The gap between what the United States sells and what it buys abroad rose 11.6%. The Dow gained 133 points today. The Nasdaq was up 98 and the S&P 500 was ahead 25 points. This is SRN News. 
The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. I called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provide for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provide for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. And welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. And we are talking about our rights. Now, you know I'm a big guy about responsibility and that we be very responsible citizens. Those of us that are followers of Christ being very responsible and real and organic about our walk with with Christ. But I want to tell you what, that uh, we need to be very conscious of the eroding of our rights. If you're just joining us, I urge you when we post tomorrow's program, Uh, Matt Staver with the Liberty Council just spent about 30 minutes with Matt talking about not only the churches, 
and the gross um, trampling on the First Amendment with those churches. And now we're going to switch to the Second Amendment during this portion of the Bill Bunkley Show. And though we were talking about a lot of cases around the country uh, with Matt Staver, we're going to be focusing right here on the state of Florida. Joining me again, he's back with us, Cam Edwards. He is the editor of BearingArms.com, and he's the host of Bearing Arms Cam and Company, which is a daily show that focuses on Second Amendment issues. And you can find that by going to one of our sister organizations under the Salem umbrella, umbrella, that's Town Hall Media, or also on YouTube. Today, we're going to be talking about an issue here in Florida. Now, at the time that we have been shut down for several weeks, you may have tried to figure out with gun shops open, close, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe you've thought about the fact that it's time to get a firearm for your personal protection. And guess what? You probably found out that, well, right now you can't get a concealed weapons permit. Why? Because the commissioner of agriculture here in Florida, uh, the lone Democrat on the cabinet, uh, Nikki Freed has decided that she's not going to issue those permits. We want to talk about that again is Cam Edwards. And Cam, it's good to have you with us today. Hey, Bill. Thanks so much for having me back. How are you keeping, well, we'll get to Florida in a moment, but Cam, how, how are you keeping track with what's happening all around the country as, quite frankly, more and more people are, are getting restless and some of them, uh, we'll talk about Michigan before I let you go as well, some of them are, are, are really getting uh, very communicative. But what is your thoughts about what's happening around the country in terms of the Second Amendment uh, under, the, under the shadow of what we have to do because of COVID-19? Sure, absolutely. And, and you're right. It is uh, certainly a challenge to try to keep track of everything that's going on because so much of what's happening is happening at the local level. I mean, we are seeing protests at state capitals. Uh, we're seeing governors shut down and now start to reopen gun stores. But a lot of this is actually taking place, uh, you know, county by county, town by town. Uh, and uh, thankfully, I've got a, a great group of readers and viewers of Bearing Arms Cam and Company who are doing what they can to keep me informed. They're sharing stories from their local media. Uh, I'm talking to folks like you every day. Uh, try to keep track of what's going on. And then I spend a lot of time on the Internet just, you know, tracking down these news stories. And it is fascinating. I mean, uh, you know, we are we just saw yesterday the number of uh, background checks performed in the month of April, the largest month of April ever for the National Instant Check System, according to the National Shooting Sports Foundation, which is a firearms industry trade group. About 1.6 million firearm transfers were conducted in the month of April. Uh, that is a staggeringly high number. It is not quite as large as March's number, but it is still well above the norm. In fact, it was 69% uh, above April of 2019. So we have a lot of Americans who are exercising their right to keep and bear arms, many of them for the very first time. Uh, and then, as you say, we've got people who are trying to get their concealed carry licenses. They want to be able to carry for their protection. Uh, and then you've got these uh, protests that are starting to take place. Uh, you know, some of which, again, have a, a Second Amendment component to go right along with the First Amendment. Mm. Now, we're going to talk about Florida. And in Florida, uh, I'm supposing we have some sort of moratorium on issuing of uh, these concealed permits. Are you aware of any other state 
uh, that has this uh, sort of uh, a paradigm going on right now during the COVID-19 uh, deal? You know, I'm not aware of any state. There are a lot of counties that have suspended uh, accepting concealed carry applications. Fingerprinting seems to be the big hang-up. How do you do this uh, while, you know, making sure that these folks' hands are clean, that they're not spreading germs? Uh, some sheriff's offices have gone to mail-in applications where possible, or they're meeting people outside rather than having a bunch of people come into the office. Uh, but in Florida, it's a little bit different because, you know, you do have to get fingerprinted. And as you say, Nikki Freed, the uh, agriculture uh, commissioner, it's her office that is sort of the primary uh, point of contact for a lot of the fingerprinting that's done. There are a couple of other locations around the state where you can get your fingerprints uh, uh, processed, but these places are all closed. And so Nikki Freed's office is closed as well, which means that the online applications for concealed carry uh, right now have, have been suspended. And in most counties, you're probably going to have a tough time actually getting a license process at the moment as well. Mm. I don't know if you're aware of it because uh, you've got a national emphasis there, uh, Cam, Cam Edwards. But, um, you know, we have an all-Republican conservative cabinet. We have a conservative Republican governor as well as both the Florida House and the Florida Senate. And uh, as soon as Nikki Freed was campaigning, let's just say uh, she be, she got her notoriety with uh, the folks with uh, legalizing marijuana. And so uh, she's uh, very much uh, on the left, uh, very much was, uh, and let's give her her due. She was instrumental with getting marijuana uh, to the point it is here in the state of Florida. Um, she also quickly violated a law. You know, she also oversees all the gasoline pumps in Florida. So mm-hmm. there's a there's an ag sticker that goes on there, and uh, uh, she decided to change. And so wherever you go, you see your picture on all the gas gas pumps, you know. <laughs> and uh, she's still supposed to be changing those. But she made some statements prior to being elected. She's our duly elected ag officer that weren't exactly supportive or complimentary of gun ownership, as you can imagine from her political persuasions. And in fact, the legislature was going to quickly move all gun permitting out of ag to go somewhere else. It was supposed to be a bill that was going to be filed and and maybe heard the first week in the session. It never happened. I kind of wonder if uh, members of legislature uh, who support gun rights are a little disappointed in that. But um, what do you think about the fact that um, I thought there was ways that you could electronically do your fingerprints, maybe not here in Florida, uh, but do you think that she's going to continue to keep this process closed even when someone can get a fingerprint here in Florida? Uh, you know, I would hope not, uh, because if you can get a fingerprint done, then, then there's no reason why her office can't process these applications. And in fact, what's really interesting, Bill, is that she claims that her office has continued to process applications. Uh, she said that there were something like 29. Yeah, there's a quote. She said uh, our, our devoted division of licensing staff has processed 29,048 new applications and 25,742 renewal applications since March 1st. Now, I'm a little confused because the fingerprinting service is not being offered on March 19th. So I think Nikki Freed is playing some games here, unfortunately. She's not leveling with the people of Florida about what's really going on. 
uh, and there's some uh, political games that are being played on, uh, on, on her part. Uh, I think, you know, what she needs to do is she needs to be honest and forthright with uh, the residents of Florida in terms of what this process is actually going to look like going forward rather than, you know, trying to point fingers and blame the gun lobby and things like that. Mm. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're talking with Cam Edwards. He's the editor of BearingArms.com, also the host of Bearing Arms Cam and Company, a daily show that focuses on the Second Amendment issues, and you can tune in at Town Hall Media or on YouTube. Uh, i gotta, I got to put you on the spot. Now, i got to tell you, last night uh, we were out, actually went out to the beach for a little bit, came back, and flipped on the, the tube, and, and on Hannity's program, they were having a debate about the uh, the folks who were protesting in Michigan. And uh, I can tell you it really got my attention because uh, here, here were some Second Amendment supporters. And, uh, you know, the governor up there is just, is just is out is out to lunch, obviously. But anyway, they're taking their ARs or whatever and uh, these formidable weapons, and, and they're going to the state capitol. And I wanted to know what you thought. I mean, on one hand, certainly have the right to do that. But is that really helpful to support in the general population Second Amendment rights? Well, I think it's a great question. Uh, and, you know, full disclosure, I was a speaker at the Lobby Day rally in Richmond, Virginia, back in January, where we had somewhere close to 30,000 gun owners that uh, were there, not only on the Capitol grounds, but uh, really just thronging the streets of Richmond. And it was a really powerful moment. But, but Bill, that was, a, that was a rally in support of our Second Amendment rights. And, these protests, and not a protest. What I'm trying to say is it wasn't a protest. Yeah. It was just a rally. And I think there's a big difference. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sure. Well, absolutely. But not only was, is there a difference between a rally and a protest, there's a difference between a, a, an event that is designed to promote or protect your Second Amendment rights and an event that is designed to put pressure on lawmakers to reopen the economy. And I, I think that that message was completely lost uh, by the media coverage that, you know, focused exclusively on the uh, gun owners who were there with their AR-15s, uh, some of the more uh, incendiary signs. You know, what I want folks to, to remember when they are being activists, uh, that their goal is to persuade. Their goal is not to taunt or to insult or to uh, denigrate the other side. Their goal is to persuade the undecided. And if you're trying to get people to reopen the economy, if you're trying to get people to, to feel safe and going out and shopping again, um, then what you need to do is you need to be projecting uh, an image of responsibility. And I, I, I fear that some of that was lost. And, again, the media was so easily able to focus oh, yeah. on, the, the, you know, right, these, these images that uh, are, are probably going to freak out a lot of non-gun owners. I don't have any problem with people exercising their First Amendment rights and their Second Amendment rights. As you say, this is legal, and it should be. But, again, I, if you're out there advocating for a reopening of the economy, think about how best to do that. And, as you know, um, there are folks that have all sorts of issues that are they're passionate about. You get in a situation like that that everyone would agree is a protest, and you have one person that just sort of gets extra cranked up, and a weapon is fired or something has happened, and remember that part of what we're doing as Second Amendment supporters are, are trying to uh, re-educate and, and, and stay in the hearts of Americans about the importance of having your personal protection. 
And, you know, having a rally like that with, with all of that uh, being such of, of the attention, just imagine what would happen, Cam, if there was an incident. Well, you're, you're right. Uh, you know, however, I think it's also important to note that, that we didn't see that. And we Amen. Amen. Point well taken. Right. So, uh, yes, there's, uh, you know, obviously when you are, uh, you know, hosting one of these events, you always worry about bad actors. We worried about that uh, in Richmond, you know, with, with 30,000 people coming in, uh, who is there to disrupt this event as opposed yep. to who's there to actually support it. Um, and, and that's something that the organizers of these rallies need to, to pay attention to. But, again, I, I think the real message needs to be positive, and it needs to be one of, of outreach and engagement on the part of these protesters. All right. Great word. Tell you what, keep up the good work, Cam Edwards. Uh, you can go to their website if you'd like to uh, find out more because that website is bearingarms.com, bearingarms.com. Thanks, Cam, for being with us. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. Former President George W. Bush has called on Americans to abandon partisan divides in the face of what he called the shared threat of the coronavirus pandemic. In a three-minute video, Bush said, Let us remember how small our differences are. In the final analysis, we're not partisan combatants. We're human beings, equally vulnerable and equally wonderful in the sight of God. We rise or fall together. Noble thoughts from a decent man. President Trump responded, wondering where Mr. Bush was during the partisan investigations and attacks on himself and his presidency. Good question. The larger question, though, is this. Why are Republicans expected to lie down and be run over by the left, for whom everything is partisan? What about the partisanship of the major media, which has been out to destroy the president since before his election? Look at the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, Every day, it's all negative partisanship against the president. Perhaps Mr. Bush should issue a statement about that. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. I was finishing undergrad and got credit cards because I couldn't work full-time. So that started the credit card journey for me. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. And then when I got married, we combined our credit card debt, and it became impossible to pay off on our own. At that point, I was like, I don't know where to turn. And then I found... Trinity. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relief. I mean, in a matter of three years, we've already paid down $20,000 in credit card debt, which is huge. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. 
timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. The coronavirus pandemic has forced us to find new ways to live, but how does it affect our faith? Get a free download of John Piper's Coronavirus in Christ from Family Life Today. This is a time when the fragile form of this world is felt. The seeming solid foundations are shaking. In this free book, you'll get answers to your questions and concerns. Download your free copy of Coronavirus in Christ by John Piper at letstalkfaith.com, keyword download. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Uh, very, very informative discussions today, I think. Um, very helpful for us to get a gauge of uh, some very important liberties that, uh, i tell you what, a lot of folks have uh, fought for, uh, both um, legislatively and certainly with their own blood. And so we need to be aware of uh, the little nuances that are now big nuances in our society. Hey, I want to remind you that in the midst of all of this, would you consider the opportunity we have right now? Planned Parenthood has been operating at full speed all through the COVID-19. All the other elective surgery centers, elective procedures in hospitals, all of that was shut down. But a judge decided to say that Planned Parenthood was providing an essential service. Well, let's just lay that aside. The point is, is that a lot of our crisis pregnancy centers have not been able to to be operating on par. And so for those who would like for women to have a very clear uh, idea of that that little unborn child that they are carrying, um, knowing that it is an unplanned pregnancy, and uh, we know from our friends at Preborn that 8 out of 10 women, 80%, if they see their baby in their womb, if they hear that baby's heartbeat, they, by a percentage of 80%, 8 out of 10, are going to choose life. And uh, i tell you what, we got some of the best in the business right here in our WTB and listing area at our crisis pregnancy centers. <clears throat> Uh, the kind of help that they need, whether it's adoption, whether it's coming alongside of a, of a young woman who wants to keep that child, it is awesome. But you know what? Right now, you can provide five ultrasound opportunities, five meetings, if you will, 
that a woman will be able to get to see her baby and to hear that heartbeat. And for a one-time gift of $140, would you, would you stand with myself? Would you stand with our station? Would you take five of these ultrasounds right now? It's a one-time gift of $140. $140. That's amazing. What Scott Wilder reminds us uh, on air. It's about, what, $28, an, an ultrasound, something like that. Hey, would you call right now? Because uh, we would like to, to, to communicate that each day we're building, and next week is going to be an emphasis. But if you call right now with your $140 gift at 833-850-BABY, 833-850-BABY, uh, you can make a big difference. That's 833-850-2229. You can also give online at letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Just click on that banner. And uh, what a wonderful time for us to be able to um, make a difference. And I want to tell you what, uh, I could go down the story of um, kids who um, were um, either in a bad situation, their parents were thinking about aborting them, they didn't. And when you have a chance to know uh, from some of these testimonies the productive lives that they are living, well, that's what we're talking about today. And let me remind you. Would you consider 10 of those ultrasound sessions? Now, that's a one-time gift of 280 but this is some real easy math. If you will stand in the gap, if you will stand in for the unborn, uh, statistics tell us that 8 of the 10 women that you will be personally responsible for, for that one-time gift of $280, tell you what, what a feeling. What a feeling to be involved with a ministry that is something special. It's, it, it, at a time when many of us are, are sort of grounded, and we've talked about finding a ministry in this time and kind of redirecting our lives, I, I just ask that you ask the Lord, Lord, would you have me uh, to invest uh, some of uh, your resources that I just happen to have in my account? $280 right now, 8 out of 10 women will choose life. Again, that number is 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Would you pick up the phone and make that call today? Well, reminding you, coming up uh, in just a few minutes, half past the next hour, going to have Dr. Brent Stansel is going to be with us. Uh, Brent's going to be praying for us. He's going to be sharing with us as well. Uh, He is um, with the Christian Community Academy and uh, heads that up, and boy, what a wonderful ministry they have and raising kids and wisdom and admonition of the Lord. He'll be praying in just a moment. Also, <clears throat> I wanted to talk very quickly about something that I think is pretty neat. It's here in uh, the city of Tampa, and it's called Recovery Zones. Do you know what a recovery zone is? Now, today is Cinco de Mayo. Now, some of you, certainly this is a, this is a a holiday important to all of our Mexican friends. Um, but I want to tell you that, by the way, Cinco de Mayo does not celebrate the founding of Mexico. Um, that's just a big misunderstanding. There was a big battle that was won, and that's where Cinco de Mayo comes from. And so huge celebration uh, with us. Now, today is Cinco de Mayo, but the important thing is, is uh, to know that these recovery zones The city of Tampa has put together a plan to help our local businesses. And uh, what's happening is, is that uh, they're closing some streets 
around the area, streets that have restaurants, so restaurants can move their tables out into the streets. Check out where these streets are if you want to get out. Man, what a great opportunity to have a a meal out. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. No, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. This is Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exergen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. Don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy. Even Grandpa can do it. And that's what I call real value. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Democrats in the Senate came up short today as they tried to pass a bill requiring more data from the Small Business Administration as it lends money from the Paycheck Protection Program. The public has a right to know how this money is being spent. And Minority Leader Charles Schumer says a lot of PPP funds are not going where they're intended. The butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker have been mostly shut out. Republican Marco Rubio says publicly traded companies have taken some of the money, but not much. 0.35% of the funds that were approved, not 35%, not 3.5%. Rubio opposed the Democrats' bill, saying imposing new reporting guidelines now would only hold up needed loans. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. Another 1,700 virus deaths have been reported in New York nursing homes. We knew the nursing homes were going to be a target, and whatever we do, they will be a target. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who was asked by reporters what he's learned and can do better the next time. It's something we're studying. We're also doing an investigation with the Attorney General to look at it. We did some very harsh things here that, frankly, I wasn't even comfortable with, but the health experts insisted. No visitors to a nursing home. State officials say at least 4,800 people have died from COVID-19 in New York nursing homes since March 1st. I'm Shelley Adler. Vice President Mike Pence says the White House Coronavirus Task Force could wind down its work by early June. Pence tells reporters at a White House briefing that the U.S. could be in a very different place by late May and early June. Pence says the administration is beginning to eye the Memorial Day to early June window as the appropriate time to have federal agencies manage the pandemic response in a more traditional way. On Wall Street, the Dow by 133 points. The Nasdaq rose 98. The S&P advanced 25. Oil up to 24.56 a barrel. This is SRN News. Migraines can attack anytime, anywhere. Now there's a new kind of pill you can take anytime, anywhere to treat them. Introducing Ubrelvi or Ubrojapant. 
Ubrelvie can provide relief from migraine pain and debilitating symptoms without worrying where you are or if it's too late. People took Ubrelvie within four hours of a migraine attack. One dose can quickly stop a migraine in its tracks within two hours, and many had pain relief in just one hour. Ubrelvie treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for migraine prevention. It is available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvie with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Few people had side effects. The most common were nausea, 2 to 4%, and tiredness, 2 to 3%. While normal routines have shifted, the need for migraine treatment remains the same. Contact your healthcare provider to see if Ubrelvi is right for you. Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn about support and resources at ubrelvi.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by Allergan. Churches and governments are wrestling with the balance between religious freedom and public safety. State and federal courts and governments are weighing in on restrictions on religious gatherings around the country, often with different conclusions. A federal appeals court has declined to block the Kentucky governor's temporary ban on mass gatherings from applying to in-person religious services. In Virginia, the U.S. Justice Department filed a statement of interest siding with a Virginia church, suing the state's governor over restrictions because of the coronavirus. The lawsuit alleges the church's pastor was issued a criminal citation because he held a service with 16 people last month. Meanwhile, the pastor of a Massachusetts church faces a $300 fine for allegedly ignoring the ban on gatherings of more than 10 people during the pandemic. I'm Walter Ratliff. Samaritan's Purse is shutting down the small field hospital it erected in New York Central Park. The Evangelical Humanitarian Relief Group had partnered with Mount Sinai Hospital Health System to open the outreach. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The coronavirus is devastating our economy, leaving working men and women at huge risk. But you prepared, kept your insurance premiums paid up, and made sure you were covered. Don't let the insurance company keep you from getting everything you're entitled to. Go to FileAclaimToday.com and let them act on your behalf. Business, home, building, wind, rain, fire or flood, theft, vandalism, or act of God. You deserve what you've paid for. File a claim today. Toll free at 833-411-FILE or at FileAclaimToday.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. We are back for the third hour this afternoon. 
Glad to have you in the hood this afternoon with us. Coming up later on this hour, we'll have a chance to um, get some words from one of our local pastors, uh, today being Dr. Brett Stansel, uh, who uh, is with the Christian uh, Community Academy there in um, Pinellas County. Going to be sharing what the Lord has laid on his heart, as well as uh, sharing for, uh, praying for our community, I should say. And that's coming up here in just a few moments. Well, as we begin another hour, you know, during the first uh, hour of the show, we were talking a little bit about um, when we wrestle with God. And uh, a lot of the wrestling that we do in our life, I want to I talk a little bit more about that, is we wrestle with things every day. We wrestle with our own self-imposed limitations in some area. And quite quite frankly, some folks have been able to move further down the road and uh, departing their past and to be completely as if you were blind, as if you were a blind person just totally being led by others. And in this case, totally being led by the by the Holy Spirit because you totally trust the Lord and uh, some folks just seem to be able to be so focused on moving forward in the future uh, some folks get stuck in today and some folks are still living yesterday and one of the things I want to circle back to one of the most important things Uh, for a young lady to receive from her father is his love, his acceptance, and his encouragement. Now, I'm not saying that's not important to a, a little guy and, and just important to a little girl. It, it's, it's important to both. But we, we have to acknowledge something that has not just been characteristic of the American culture. It, unfortunately, is something that has had to be dealt with down through the ages. And that's when fathers do not function the role as being a father. And then some fathers, Your daddy may have been one of those dads where it just was never good enough. No matter what you did, he never never affirmed you. And I can tell you something that you can be the brightest physicist. You can be the most successful politician. You can be the most gifted surgeon. You name the profession. But you know what? If you didn't get your daddy's affirmation when you were young, there is a hurt spot. There is an empty spot. And as a way of a personal testimony, because... I'm way down the road now, but 
with all this COVID-19, and so many folks have been experiencing a brand new lifestyle over the last six to eight weeks. That lifestyle is isolation, other than your family, is staying at home, trying to function to earn a living long distance, whether it's Zoom or whatnot. And so this is a pretty fertile environment for us to let our minds get away from us. We know already by the reports that are coming in that uh, we have an understandable spike in mental health issues. We've got a serious problem with suicides. Some of the suicides have been higher profile because they have been folks in the medical field. But it all goes back to, quite frankly, and I'm not talking about those, maybe even listening this afternoon, who have um, biological uh, sources to your your thoughts, your mental health, uh, because there's a whole, whole set of things that are beyond uh, a person's control who are in that area. I, I'm talking about sort of the... The mental, the, the mental health of choice. There is something inside of us that very much wants and wanted to be validated by your dad. And my example I'll just share quickly is my daddy died a couple of days after Christmas, 1971. I look at my son, Zach, and in December, he'll turn 15, which means a year from December, he'll be 16. And I look at him, and I think, wow, he's getting close to that date where I see myself, and I see I was a 16-year-old high school student. Everything was going great. Had, a Chris, had, our, had our family Thanksgiving with extended family and Christmas. Everything was great. In fact, I was, you know, uh, back then it was a, little, a lot more safer. But I, I remember when I came in one night, my dad, uh, maybe it was the day after Christmas. It was two days after Christmas when he, when he had his stroke. But I just remember my dad sitting at the table, and, and he just looked like he didn't feel good. And so then we knew why. But, you know, I was stunned when I lost my dad. I I mean, I I was lost. I was stunned. The whole thing now even seems surreal. But I want to tell you how I deal with it or how I have dealt with it. I have been real remorseful, angry at times. That my dad got took it, taken away from me when I was 16. Because it was because the Lord called him home that I accepted Christ. I'd be going to church, but for the wrong reasons. And and uh, that's when I sealed it, when I made the Lord Jesus my Lord and Savior. And the Lord became my father. He's been my daddy ever since. 
And for those of you who lost your father or your father wasn't around, he's been your daddy as well. But you know what? When I look back, and, and for years I made a mistake here, made a mistake there, wrong choice. And for many years I regretted the fact that my humanly father, that my human father, human, humanly, that my daddy on this earth, was not around to guide me, not around to share. So I feel a little bit of that emptiness that many of you feel when your dad might have been right there and, you know, it's so horrible, but maybe he abused you verbally. Maybe he abused you sexually. Maybe he abused you harshly in words. Or maybe he just ignored you. Or maybe he was just in his, you know, his um, hobbies that he was there, but he wasn't there. And we, we carry that, we carry that because the one thing we really want to know is that we were loved by our daddy. Now here's where the Lord comes in. The Lord loves you more than your daddy ever could. The Lord has been more gracious to you, more so than your daddy or your mommy, your mom could ever have been. We just don't feel it. We don't process it. We don't embrace it. And for some, that rejection tells us, you know what, my dad didn't really like me. Kind of like Jacob, like we were talking about. Jacob knew he stole his brother's birthright. And Jacob felt guilty about that all of his life. And then later in life, before he had that night of wrestling with God, he was the night before he was going to face his brother, who he had ripped off many, many, many years before, and didn't know if his brother was going to be so mad, that being Esau, that he would just walk forward and strike him down, strike down Jacob. I just want to give you hope this afternoon. And that hope is, those are feelings we all have felt from time to time. And we all want to be accepted. We just need to ask the Lord, would you channel those longings? Would you channel those thoughts? Would you channel those through the Holy Spirit? And let me see truth. Let you see truth. How much you are loved. And no matter what happens in, in the coming days and months, because I got bad news today, uh, um, you know, we, we all, some of us, uh, we, we got some news uh, about various things, and so much of that news centers around finances these days because of the economy basically being gutted, and uh, we're going to have, we're going to have some challenges in days ahead. But, you know, if we just know, and we know that we know that we know that God loves us, and that we can trust him with everything, and remember that, you know, everything we had have, it's really been given to us by the Lord. And if some of our things get taken away, well, he gave it to us so he can retrieve them. But all of what's going to happen is for our good. And all of what we're going to go through 
is going to help us to build character, integrity, and to be all that he wants us to be. So even in these tough times, don't let the voices of the past define who you are. Let Jesus define who you are. Let the Holy Spirit define who you are. Let's walk forward in victory. Even though the times may be tough, let us have the joy of the Lord. Because you are loved. Big time. Be right back. I'm Professor Burke from the University of Farmers, where we whittle agents' intellects into pointy, sharp utensils, and this is a pop quiz. What is the best way to save on insurance if you own a car and a house? Should you A, sit down with a farmer's agent to combine your policies into a delightful savings sandwich, or B, keep separate policies? The answer, A, talk to us and pass the mail. We are insurance. We are farmers. Bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto and home insurance. Find your local agent at Farmers.com. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Call 833-850-BABY or give online preborn.org slash radio. Hi, I'm David Moss Jr. from Moss Nissan, and right now, please know that the Moss family cares deeply about your family and our community. And as hard as we work to make our face-to-face experiences for our customers amazing, we understand that right now, not everyone will feel comfortable venturing out to a showroom. So I'd like you to know two things. One, we're going to get through this together. And two, our commitment to unbeatable customer service is always available at mossnissan.com where you can shop our full inventory of new cars and pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. They're also available at any of our physical locations. You can secure financing, value your trade, take advantage of programs for all military and first responders, and complete your entire purchase online, and all from the comfort and safety of your home. We'll even deliver your new car right to your driveway. Plus, every vehicle features MossCare, which one great benefit is an antimicrobial surface designed to kill all bacteria and viruses. At MossNissan.com, we're committed to never losing a deal over price, and more importantly, never compromising the health and well-being of our customers. God bless. We're back. Bill Bunkley here, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. I want to remind you once again that we have kicked off our campaign. We are in the rescuing business, and we are rescuing those precious little lives that... Um, Well, for some of them, they could be offered on the altar of convenience. Today, so many of the abortions in America come to us by way of an inconvenience. An inconvenient pregnancy. An inconvenient partner. 
maybe an inconvenient uh, potential medical diagnosis. Inconvenient parents. That's why it's called choice. But I want to tell you that right now, as we have all been hunkered down, and certainly many of us have some financial challenges for sure, that I want to tell you how excited we are during this time to offer you a ministry opportunity. If you are plugged in with one of our ministries that is in the counseling of women who find themselves in an unplanned pregnancy, you'd be surprised if you just looked at the budget to run those facilities. It is significant. The crisis pregnancy um, ministries, that they are awesome people, awesome message. But we want to give them a hand. And the way we want to give them a hand is Preborn is a ministry dedicated to standing with and funding the machines that provide the ultrasounds for women to make a decision. And uh, you can cost out every single session with an ultrasound with a, a pregnant mother. And these are sophisticated machines. I understand that uh, just to buy a machine is about $15,000. Then like any other piece of uh, complicated medical equipment, it, it takes money to uh, keep it uh, maintained and operational at its uh, highest ability. And so that's why we're asking you and, and giving you an idea how you can help that, that segment of the ministry. And that is, right now, you can, from the comfort of your home, your car, for a one-time gift of $140, you can provide five ultrasounds. That's sort of just, you know, dividing out the cost on, uh, actually the cost of doing business, but it is it, it is a very, very compelling number that 80%, 80, 80% of women who will see an ultrasound image of their child in their womb, 80% of women who will also, in addition to seeing their child, they will hear the actual living heartbeat of that baby inside of them. Eight out of ten will go through that process and make a decision to choose life. I hope you grasp how exciting it can be for you. Now, I know it's been the days when, you know, you've taken your family of four to six and easily had a $100, $140 bill for dinner. But it's such a reasonable amount of a contribution. And uh, when you figure eight out of ten women are going to say yes, and you bathe that with prayer with your contribution, I want to tell you what, that's that's. That's one of the most awesome things that we have been able to bring to you. So if you'd like to be part of that this afternoon, I need to hear from you. I need to hear from you. 
Phone number is 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-2229. would provide 10 ultrasounds. Eight out of those 10 women, according to statistics, could be expected to keep their child. Now, let me say this. If you can't give today because of your financial situation, don't for a moment let it, let, let it enter into your mind. What you can do is pray. What you can do is pray. Whenever you hear me sharing or you hear one of our spots, would you just pray if you can't give that someone else can give as a result of hearing that spot or hearing my voice talk about this and, and ask the Lord for that to be received as a divine appointment. That somebody who has the ability to support saving a baby's life would do that. And by the way, if you can't give a, you know, 120, excuse me, 140, 180, you know, give what you can. We understand that. But we know how many ultrasounds. We've prayed about a goal. And... Uh, We want to reach that goal, just like all the other goals. Goal setting is very important. Uh, And we're asking the God to meet us at that goal. It is a a daily prayer of mine in my quiet time that we would be able to meet our goal here in West Central Florida. And that means that those ultrasounds are going to be happening right here around us in Florida. And uh, I hope that you will join us. It's such a very, very special opportunity. Also want to remind you that coming up on Thursday, I hope you're with us at the 4 o'clock hour. Well, we're going to start at 3, and you can be with us the full three hours. But at 4 o'clock, we've got a very special presentation. And that is going to be our WTBN National Day of Prayer Gathering. Yes, we're going to be gathering. Not going to worry about social distancing. In fact, we're going to have thousands that are going to be taking part. And that is right here right here on WTVN from 4 to 6, and also on our answer stations uh, from 4 to 5, we're going to have leaders of our pastoral community sharing and praying for our nation. We'll be praying for various aspects, local, state, and national. Uh, We'll be going to the throne room to the Lord just like we would if On Thursday, we went to the National Day of Prayer breakfast. We went to the luncheon for the National Day of Prayer. Uh, We went out to, um, you know, Steinbrenner Field uh, or over where um, the Clearwater Thrashers play. Uh, We've been in all those events, and uh, we were not going to be part of that this year just because of the the COVID-19. So tell a friend and tune in uh, Thursday from 4 to 6. And... uh, It's going to be a real blessing. Well, coming up today, we're going to be hearing from Dr. Brent Stencil. And, of course, uh, he's uh, heading up the operations there at the Christian Community Academy. He's going to be sharing from what the Lord's laid on his heart and praying for our community. That's up next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Call a friend and join the prayer. Coming in out of the rain and hear the jazz go down. Competition in other places. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peterson, Washington. 
U.S. meat supplies are dwindling due to coronavirus-related production shutdowns. As a result, some stores like Costco and restaurants like Wendy's are limiting sales. U.S. beef and pork processing capacity is down 40 percent from last year. On Monday night, nearly 20 percent of U.S. Wendy's didn't have beef available in their online menus, according to an analysis by Stevens and Investment Bank. Wendy's confirms it's seeing temporary shortages. Meat production plants are gradually reopening. In the meantime, some alternative meat companies like Impossible Foods are hoping to fill the void. Impossible says its soy-based burger will go on sale at 1,700 Kroger stores this week. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 133 points. The Nasdaq rose 98. The S&P advanced 25. More details at srnnews.com. Hey folks, Bill Bunkley here. Like you, I'm staying at home, spending time with my family. And one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. With all the choices, what can you watch? Well, I have an answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary which presents convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories, like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? The results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, at home. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's Patterns of Evidence. Evidence.com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, and Am Graham Locks will provide further insights and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in this series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's PatternsofEvidence.com. Weekdays at 9 a.m., be encouraged by The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Live your life on purpose. God created you for a purpose. So decide today to start living on purpose. But know this, you can expect challenges along the way. So you've got to learn to shake off the dust and go on with God. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and letstalkfaith.com. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-319-3687. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-319-3687. 800-319-3687. 800-319-3687. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. (laughs) 
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. The Bill Bunkley Show It is just after the 530 hour here in the East, and that means it's time for us to uh, hear from a man of God right here in our area. And uh, God is saying so much of these days, and the effect of his uh, absolutely show, sh- sh- just just slowing, I should say, everybody down. And uh, it's been a unique experience for each and every one of us, especially those of us that are followers of Christ. And as we have talked about before, uh, it's always striking to me to think about the children, the little ones, um, having to be at home, having to do school in some instances from home, but just a time of disruption, and not just for the kids, but for mom and dad as well. Well, our next guest, uh, just absolutely delighted to have him with us this afternoon. And I'm talking about Dr. and Pastor John W. Brent Stansel. And uh, he is uh, just with the very, very well-known Community Christian Academy, uh, as well as the host there is Community Bible Baptist Church. Uh, Got a rich heritage, over 60 years there in Pinellas County. And he is our guest pastor to share today. And, uh, Pastor, it's it's good to have you with us. Hey, it's really good to be with you, Bill. And just uh, before we get started, man, I've been praying for you, and uh, so glad to see you doing well. Well, it's day by day. Got a few more years left, and uh, but you know what? I, I'm on uh, I'm on the mission field, and uh, God's in control. So I appreciate that. But uh, we're going to move ahead until uh, the plan changes, and when He wants Absolutely. to change that plan, let me know. But I tell you what, if I remember correctly, I think I saw you loading a truck a few a few weeks ago uh, on Facebook. Did, did I see some? Uh, uh, yeah, donations last, uh, going out. So tell us about that first, because I was like, I was giving you a fist pump, even though you couldn't see me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've done we've done a couple of things. Uh, one load you might have saw. We have an orphanage that we support. Uh, my wife was raised in the country of Haiti, and so we had one truck that was shipping out to get food and relief supplies down there because uh, they're they're struggling as well. And then we did a local event here. We partnered with uh, Delma's Flower Shop out of St. Pete and Escott Bus Lines. And we did a big food drive, and I think we did uh, 120 families. And, man, when, when I say we loaded them down, it was awesome how people responded. And uh, we filled up a big old Escott bus. And then through our ministries here, through our school, and then our outreach programs for kids, uh, we made sure we uh, got as many folks as we could uh, food and help. So we've tried to do something every week to stay in contact with our people because, uh, obviously, we're not gathering. So uh, that food drive was just a really good effort for us one week, and it went more, uh, far more than we expected. Mm. And I think the one I saw was uh, you guys were decked out in red T-shirts, I think. And I That's think it, okay. you were pack, packing up the truck for Haiti. And yep. then I think you got a visit by a police officer, right? Well, <laughs> we, we, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm in no trouble at all, and I know no. Um, IOS is International Orphans and Schools, and uh, right. we we have been so blessed. Our church uh, has just been such a, a huge help. Uh, my wife is able to help people that she's known for 30, 40 years through our ministry there. We're helping their children now, and we've opened up into foster care and, and all kind of stuff. But uh, that was just a load. We, we really wanted to get some rice down there. Uh, the food situation, the economic situation, the turmoil. So, yeah, those red shirts, that's the IOS day. And, uh, man, we were working hard to get that uh, loaded. And then I drove it I drove it down. I'm a truck driver, man. I drove it down. <laughs> I saw that. 
Yeah, I drove it down to the port and uh, got it loaded on the ship, and uh, it's already unloaded, and that food is already going out. So, man, we're, we're praising the Lord that everything went so well there. Well, the reason why I want to say that was you were you were right in the center of that, and and, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. And we got a lot of pastors who are overseeing a lot of events, and maybe they can't be there. But I just want to tell you that I, that seeing that uh, little video uh, and still shots that you had there, I think on Facebook, uh, yeah. it just really says a lot of not only your love for the community, love for your church, love for the academy, but uh, yes, you have been engaged, and uh, that has meant so much. You know, people right now, um, I guess we're past the point where. This is not new anymore, and for so many of the people out there, the reality is setting in a million Floridians now having to file for unemployment. Crazy. Uh, we go from, you know, almost zero or probably zero unemployment for those who want to work, and now we got this big deal. A lot of Christians are going to ask, why, Lord? Why me? Man, I've been serving you. I've been doing all this. Why me? Any thoughts for them this afternoon? Well, a couple of a couple of things just jumped to mind. We started a uh, we started a series at the beginning of this year where I'm just going through the Book of Romans on Sunday night, and that's been really amazing. How that uh, we, of course, you know, nobody had planned, nobody had foresight uh, when all this started. Everybody's calling each other. What do we do? What do we do? And uh, yet, as we go through the Book of Romans, you find out that because of the curse and because of man's rebellion to God. Uh, God's creation has been affected, and you're going to have sickness, and you're going to have stuff that is just out of, you know, out of your control, whatever your illusion of control may be. And so that's really been a help to us is just staying in the Word of God and and really realizing that uh, because of the curse and because of the results of sin, you're going to have terrible situations, sickness and death and suffering. And, and so it's just been for us and for, for you and I and those that listen to us today, our church families, you know, you've got to be grounded and rooted in the Word of God because there's so much information, misinformation, skewed graphics, skewed numbers. You know, I learned a long time ago in college, statistics can be made to say anything you really wanted to say if you skew the numbers. And so people are unsure. There's a lot of fear. Um, I'm sure your church, our church, People that, you know, we're doing well, and all of a sudden, preacher, what are we doing? And you have to be grounded in the Word of God. You have to be grounded in, I don't understand it, and really nobody else understands it, but I, I trust the Lord and His sovereign will. And so for us, it's been it's been trying to keep people grounded in the Word of God. That's why we, we've never stopped services. Of course, we've had to go to the, the different venues as far as live streams and things like that. We've never stopped preaching. We've never stopped trying to get them in their small groups, whether it's on Facebook or Zoom, because we know that more than any other time right now, they need to be reassured that that God is sovereign and God is in control. Mm. Talk a little bit about the Academy, Uh, and that is because um, uh, just looking at – I've been perusing through some of your – uh, pictures and by the way if you want to connect through the academy that website is ccafla.com ccafla.com and i'm looking at these pictures and then uh, also something that caught my eye not only step up but the mckay scholarship and hey school's going to get back in in a few months and hopefully we can do that in the fall but uh 
you know, the fact that uh, some of these kids who have these special scholarships, and that's all they need, but tell us a little bit about why it's important, and it's been important for so many years to raise up these kids in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord when they're young. Well, if you if you tie that in, to, on Sunday mornings I've been doing a uh, biblical worldview series, and it's so critical because just because a child is raised in church doesn't mean they're going to really formulate a biblical worldview unless mom and dad are really making an effort on that. So just an hour or two a week in church is not going to be enough. When you look at the numbers of Christian education or education in general, uh, that's hundreds of hours versus a few hours that they're being taught something. And so our school, we, we really, and, and I've, I've, I've drilled this with our administrator and our staff, our, our school is just another ministry of our church, academic excellence, absolutely. But, man, we want to make sure that, that those kids understand from science to math to every subject, every, everything that they're going to deal with. We want it to be taught with an understanding that God is the creator and that this is why this happens is because God ordered it. You know, it's not by circumstance or chance or what have you. So we, we want a Christian education that's affordable. Uh, there's a lot of good schools uh, that cost a lot of money. And if you can afford that, great. But we, we've, we really are thankful for the step-up program and these other scholarships because kids can get a really solid, grounded education that has Christ at the center and then they can go on to college. They can go on to pursue whatever uh, academic uh, pursuits they might have. But they're going to do it ready prayerfully to defend their faith and to be able, as Peter says, to give that answer of the why. But you, don't have to, you don't have to make people believe what you believe, but you do need to give them a reason of why you believe what you believe. And so our school, that's a huge philosophy shift for us and a focus for us is, that it's a biblical worldview, whether you're dealing with math, and math makes perfect sense because, as one, one man right. said, you know, math, math is the language God speaks because it's so ordered and precise. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what are the age uh, of the uh, – what, what, class, uh, what classes do you offer there? What age groups? We, we, started, we start with a kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. Uh, we have an open enrollment in the lower grades and a tighter enrollment. It's not closed, but we do want people – to want to come to our school in the upper grades, so we have uh, obviously more students in the in the K through 12, uh, excuse me, the K through six, and then we have a good number of kids. We you know we try to offer uh, fine arts and sports and things for the high school kids, but again, we're not in competition with some of these larger schools because our focus is a very distinct focus. Our focus is more the education part and the spiritual part. Uh, if, if kids are looking for the big athletic facilities and all that, there's some great schools around here that can offer that. But uh, we want to we want to start them when they're little, and from kindergarten on through, we want to teach them why we believe and why you know the authority of the Word of God, but not just the authority of the Word of God, but the sufficiency that it's able to answer those questions. So uh, kindergarten through 12th grade, and we've got a great staff. We've got a great. I'll tell you this: this virus, our staff has been on top of it unbelievably. Uh, transferring us over from classroom education to the online. They have done a great job. And our, I think if you ask some of our parents, uh, they would tell you that it's, I wouldn't say seamless, but as close to seamless as we could have hoped for. Well, I tell you what, I got a 14-year-old that's uh, on his uh, on his Zoom teaching from 745 to 1 or 2 in the afternoon every yeah. day. 
And with three of us working out of the house here, um, well, I'll tell you what, it's challenging, but uh, only a few more weeks we can get through that. By the way, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Pastor Dr. John W. Brent Stansel. And, of course, he's with the Community Bible Baptist Church, and uh, their proud gem is the Community Christian Academy. Been talking about that this afternoon. And, and uh, by the way, that academy, and I know a lot of times parents are kind of looking around for, uh, and normally this, well, a few weeks ago would have been the time that uh, if we got a chance to get out and about, it's the time to check out schools and register for the next year. That website is ccafla.com, ccafla.com. Yeah, got, about a, got about a minute or two left, and then if you'll hang with us, uh, we're going to take a break and have you pray after we come back. Um, okay. Right now, a lot we, well, we, well, we got about 30 seconds, so let's just do this. Um, um, when we come back, I'm going to ask you a quick question, uh, Pastor, and that is there's a lot of doors that are going to be closing. Yeah. And they're closing in terms of maybe it's a uh, job, maybe it's education got some relationships that are strained right now. And so at a time where it can be very, the glass is way, way, way past half empty, I want to ask you quickly about uh, when doors close, to look forward to the open doors, and then to have you pray for us. That's going to be coming up in a moment. Uh, Let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, Dr. Brent Stansel is going to be sharing and praying for our community. So very important for this time. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to GHLF.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit GHLF.org today. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to GHLF.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit GHLF.org today. 
The coronavirus is devastating our economy, leaving working men and women at huge risk. But you prepared, kept your insurance premiums paid up, and made sure you were covered. Don't let the insurance company keep you from getting everything you're entitled to. Go to FileAclaimToday.com and let them act on your behalf. Business, home, building, wind, rain, fire or flood, theft, vandalism, or act of God. You deserve what you've paid for. File a claim today. Toll free at 833-411-FILE or at FileAclaimToday.com. When was the last time the owner of a heating and A.C. company took time out to share helpful tips on keeping your A.C. trouble-free? Learn how to save money and time on costly repairs and maintenance fees during Keeping It Cool with Josh Cabrera, owner of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. You know, to my dad, his car is a trusted friend. He's kept it running great for over a decade. Guess I'm a chip off the old cylinder block. Well, that's why we both choose to go to parts plus auto parts stores. You never let me down, I'll take good care of you. Hey, for all the reasons you love your car, there's parts plus auto parts stores. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. And we're back, Bill Bunkley here. Final segment of uh, today's edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Can't think of anything better than in a moment praying for our community. Uh, but first, uh, I want to ask uh, our guest uh, pastor this afternoon, uh, Dr. Brent Stancil, of course, uh, there at the Community Bible Baptist Church and also the Community Christian Academy. Uh, is going to be praying in just a moment. But um, as uh, I was going to ask you before the break, uh, Pastor, that uh, people are already dealing with closed doors. Yeah. And it's quite a shock because, you know, for most people, things are kind of going along. Talk a little bit about the fact that uh, God will close a door, but if we immediately start looking for the open door, there's going to be some folks that are going to be finding themselves in a, not only a different, but possibly a better situation yeah. than they were before they were fired, health, or whatnot. Talk about that. I was in Nashville uh, back in January, and I was talking to a, a gentleman who's a very successful, very wealthy real estate developer. I didn't realize at the time he was just an older guy, and we struck up a conversation. And uh, in the make a long story short, he was uh, listening to another fellow just around us talking about his problems. And he had this problem and that problem and this problem. And, and the, the old guy, after that guy walked away, the old gentleman looked at me and said, he said, Brent, he said, that guy doesn't understand with my resources and my connections, I can take all of his problems and I can make money with them. He doesn't see pro- – he sees problems. I see opportunities. And what the guy told me was everything that I've ever accomplished before it became an opportunity was first presented as a problem. And I believe that's what the Lord does for us sometimes is we look at things 
and uh, we say, man, this is a problem. But if Romans 8.28 is correct, and we know it to be correct, then all things, good and bad, work for good because God always does what's best for us and what's ultimately for our for his glory, what's for our good and his glory. And so you can't take the losing your job yes. or the setbacks or whatever and say, oh, this is the worst thing, because you mix that with God's omniscience and omnipotence and his love for us, and he's going to take that negative and make it a very positive if you'll allow him to. Or you look at it as a positive, and you walk away and you miss an opportunity. But every every problem uh, every difficulty is really just an opportunity in disguise, it seems. Great word. God did not bring us here to leave us alone. That yep, is absolutely. That's just so important. All right, let's go ahead and pray. And uh, whatever the Lord has led, uh, uh, puts on your heart, just take us into the throne room. Well, Father, we do come to you and we thank you for your goodness to us. And Lord, we just thank you that you brought Bill through a very difficult time. We need his voice here in Tallahassee, Lord. And just uh, on the airwaves in the afternoon to encourage people and uh, thank for his testimony, his faithfulness these years. And, Lord, as we look at uh, uh, the Bay Area, we see our mayors and our city councils and those that make decisions for us, Lord, we ask you to give them wisdom. And, Lord, we ask you to give yes, them wisdom that's not of themselves but really would come from you and the principles of your word that they'd make the right decisions. And, uh, Lord, we pray for our governor, Governor DeSantis, and those around him. Uh, President, Lord, all of these folks are going through uncharted uh, waters, and uh, nobody wants to see the economy suffer. Nobody wants to see people hurt. Nobody wants to see people sick or in the hospital. And so, Lord, they've got to make hard decisions, never going to please everybody. So, they make, Lord, may they make decisions uh, that if they were to meet you, that they could give an account and be ready to do so. And, Lord, I pray for them and ask you to give them wisdom. I pray for our people. Our church family, our school kids, Lord, this is difficult. They don't understand all this. Mm. This is the first big thing many of them have gone through. Mm. So give moms and dads wisdom on how to explain this and how to point boys and girls and each other to Christ and to his word that we might have confidence. And uh, really, as we're praying for our church here at Community, may this be uh, a, a catalyst for genuine, real That's Holy right. Spirit revival. Amen. Where people Amen. would uh, take time. And uh, reflect on where they are, reflect on where they're headed. And, Lord, uh, may we turn this and may we cry out to you that you do this great work in the midst of this great difficulty. And, God, I pray that we'd see lasting results. Thanks for the young man that contacted me this week. He's been watching, not coming to church, but watching. And uh, got under deep conviction, wants to get some things right. So, Lord, may that be the case around the Bay and around our state and even around our country and the world. Uh, Lord, we do pray for missionaries. This is a hard time on some of them. They're in under greater quarantine restrictions than we are. Pray for people uh, that are in the hard-hit areas, the, those difficult places. And, Lord Jesus, we pray that in all this, that you'd receive honor and glory. We'd learn yes. to trust Amen. you. Amen. Even when we can't trace what you're doing, we can trust you and know that you have our best interest. And, Lord, you know the thoughts you think toward us, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give us an expected end. Father, I pray you bless this day. Help us now to live for you, to tell others about you, That's and right. to be confident that you're still on the throne and none of this is taking you by surprise. And we ask it in the most wonderful and lovely name, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. Lord, I just I just thank you for the word this afternoon. And uh, Dr. Stanzo, boy, I tell you what, you, you're just a blessing to us. And uh, 
We appreciate every time that we get a chance to interact with you, either one of our functions or to see you on Facebook. Thank you so much for what you are doing, and especially in Haiti, and uh, boy, all those families that were blessed along with uh, uh, Thelma's The Shop. And, and, and just, just thank you so much for what you are doing, and look forward to having you back real soon. Hey, I'm going to give you a call about working with us on an iOS project, Bill. God bless you, buddy. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, do it, do it, do it, do it. Hey, by the way, if you want to connect, that website is ccafla.com, ccafla.com. I'm Bill Bunkley. We're all out of town. All out of town. All out of time. I'll look for you tomorrow at 3 o'clock, 3 to 6. We'll be here to encourage you and inform you. I'm Bill Bunkley. God bless and good night.